going to share with you our scripture for today. Our scripture for today comes from James, James, the first chapter, and it is the second through the fifth verse. And today I am going to read it from the message, the message Bible. And it reads as follows from James, the first chapter, the second, starting at the second verse in the message, it reads like this. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith, life is forced, uh, excuse me, is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and you won't be condescended to when you ask for it. I want to go back to the second uh, and third verse and it says this. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith, life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Listen, on today, I'm not going to be here very long. You know how we do on Youth Sunday. I won't be here real long, but I'm going to be here as long as the Holy Ghost tells me to. And on today, I want to talk to you from this simple message. Quit cramming for your test. Quit cramming for your test. I don't know about you. It's been a while since I've been in school, but I'm on my way. Excuse me, on my way back into school. But I'm telling you, um, there was a time that I didn't do very well with uh, uh, studying ahead of time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do very well with studying ahead of time. Uh, I knew the test was coming. I knew the date that the test was coming. I uh, had my notes, um, but I found myself thinking that I had time. Thinking that I had time. I wonder if there's anybody out there with me that when you are uh, in school and you had classes going on and you had a syllabus that told you in the beginning when your assignments were due and when some exams were due and when the final project was due, we looked at it and said, oh, okay, all right. I, I, I got time. I got time. Uh, uh, that, you know, it is uh, amazing you all that When we uh, think we've got time, we tend to shortchange the time that we actually have in preparation because we actually minimize the amount of effort it will take in order to be prepared for the test of the project. Is anybody with me out there? We realize you all that there is a test that's coming. We realize there is an assignment that's due. We realize that there is a due date, but you all, we actually uh, don't count up all of the time that it will take in order to do the correct preparation 
for the test, for the exam, for the assignment, for the final project. And so then we find ourselves the night before trying to get everything together that we need in order to get the assignment done. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Remember when your young people, whether they be old now or not, remember when your young people would come up and say, I need to get uh, um, some, some, uh, uh, what is that? Poster board. And I need to get these markers and I need to get these stickies. And you say, why you need all that? Because I got to do this project on the solar system or, you know, I got to get some styrofoam balls and some, some sticks because I need to do something on the solar system or DNA or something like that. And you say, when is it due? And they say tomorrow. And when they ask you, is nine o'clock or nine thirty p.m. the night before? Come on, Zion. I know you know what I'm talking about. But you can't really be upset. But we sit there and we talk about say, I know you didn't just find out about this yesterday. I know you had time to prepare for this. I know you had time to get ready. But I know I'm not just talking to young people right now. Can we talk about life? Can we talk about the tests that we go through in life? I, I, I know you all that we, we look at this as being life, but can you just look at this as being a large course, a large class? And the things that we go through, you all, uh, uh, prepare us for the assignments. They prepare us for the exams. They prepare us for the projects. Come on, somebody. I know that you can relate. But how many times have we come up and see a test coming and realize that we had time to prepare for the test? And here it is, 930, and we just now trying to get the stuff in place to get prepared for the test. I know I'm not just talking to myself. There's some things, you all, that have let us know that there are tests that are coming. How do we know it? Because the Bible says that we are in this world, but we're not of this world. But what that means is that we are still, uh, 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 we still get uh, those things that happen in this world applicable to our lives. Please understand this. It's not when we are saved that we are then exempt from the things that happen in this world. It's not until we leave this world that we are exempt from the things that happen in this world, even though we're not citizens of this world. I hope somebody caught what I just said. Just because you're a Christian, just because you're saved, just because you follow the word, just because you say you love Jesus, doesn't mean that you won't have stuff that happens in your life. My God today, listen, there's some folks here going through this pandemic that have caught this virus. Some have recovered and some have left this earth, but they were still saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongue and God get utterance and that with a mighty burning fire, but it still did not exempt them from the situations and circumstances that happen in this world. You can't go to the kids can't go to the school and say, I'm saved. So therefore you ought to just pass me. Ah, you, I, 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 I'm a Christian, so I shouldn't have to go through all of these classes. Matter of fact, I shouldn't even have to show up to class. You know, I'm a member of your, your, your classroom. I'm on your roster. So why don't you just mark me present because my name is on your list. You know I'm in here. So why oh, I know I'm talking to somebody up in here. You I, you can't expect to just be marked present just because your name is on the roll. You got to show up. Adults in this Christian walk, we got to show up. We got to show up to this Christian walk. We got to show up to where it is we say our name is on the roll. We got to show up. 
Ah, we got to quit cramming for the test. How many times have you seen an obstacle coming up? Have you seen a trial, a tribulation coming your way? And that's when you decide you want to show up to church. That's when you decide, oh, I guess I better start giving in the offering because I need God to do something. Oh, I guess I need to uh, start praying more. I need to get in my word and see what God is saying about the situation I'm going through. Who am I talking to on today? You all, we got to quit cramming for the test. What, 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 what are we saying? How is it then? I've been cramming all my life. I, I haven't always been a good student. I, I haven't always done things the way I should. And quite frankly, I've been satisfied with coming out with a C. Because a C means that I'm average. But can I help you out with something? The word declares that we are the head and not the tail. We are not average. We are above average. The Bible goes on further to say that we are more than conquerors. We don't just, God help me on today. Getting a C is just conquering. More than conquerors means that we are A students. And because we are A students, we ought to pursue to keep our GPA up. Who am I talking to up in here? We got to pursue to keep our GPA up. Well, how is it that we do that? The first thing I want to share with you on how to not cram for the test is you all don't miss class. (laughs) Don't miss class. God help me. I remember when I was in college, you all, oftentimes we would show up to class just to get the syllabus. We would show up the first day to get the syllabus, to see when all the dates are, to see when all our due dates are, so that we would show up leading into the exam. We would show up leading into the project because we knew that's when the concentration of information would be. Here's the problem with that. When you only show up when it's time for a test, when it's time for an assignment to be due, you don't get all the instructions leading up to when you need to take the test for when you need to to turn the assignment in. You do realize that the instructor is paying attention to who shows up in class. And they pay attention to the patterns of each person showing up to class. So they will start to pattern their their lectures to how people show up to class. You don't think you're the first class that they taught, do you? My God, today, sometimes we act like we are the first student like us that the teacher got. So I got a method to what I do. Guess what? They got a method too. You all don't miss class. There's pertinent things that is discussed at every class. If not, the teacher wouldn't be there. You don't think that the teacher always just shows up just because they want to and they don't have nothing to do. I don't know about every other teacher, but I walk in the office of the teacher. And can I just be frank with you? Sometimes I don't feel like showing up. Sometimes I don't feel like teaching. Sometimes I feel <clears throat> I feel as though I'm spinning my wheels. But yet and still, I show up. Why? Because I've got some folks relying on me to give them the correct information. You all show up to class. Don't miss class. Because you never know what's going to happen. 
Sometimes the instructor may say, those of you all who showed up today for class, I'm marking everybody with the A because, or those who showed up for the last two weeks and haven't missed the class, you have been exempted from the the exam and I'm going to give you an A. Then you show up on test day trying to figure out what other folks are and and the teacher says, Those that have been showing up to my class, they've been exempted and they got an A. You showed up today because you weren't aware. So guess what? Uh, put put away your books. <laughs> Don't miss class. There's pertinent information that's given. What else am I saying? I'm saying don't miss church. Don't miss church. There's pertinent information that God gives during sermons, during announcements, During worship, God gives instruction during class. Don't miss class because you will miss what the instructor is saying. How else can we make sure that we don't have to cram for the exam? You all take notes. It's not enough to show up to the class, but you got to make sure that you take notes. I remember when I was going to school, sometimes you have folks that would not take not nary a note. They wouldn't take a note. They would just sit there and they would just listen. And it was as if they thought they were going to be able to take in all the information that was being said by the instructor by osmosis. When I was in statistics, for those of you all young people, if you don't know what statistics is, it's a uber form of math. I know if Alicia is uh, watching, she's sitting there nodding her head and smiling. It's a a it's it's like math on steroids. <laughs> it's above uh, algebra. It's above geometry. It's above uh, 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 it's above uh, trigonometry. It's above calculus. Statistics is a yeah. It's like yeah, math on steroids. That's what it is. And I would sit in every calculation. That that instructor put on the board, I found myself writing and I found myself writing uh, 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 explanations next to it so that when I got home, I was able to replicate the steps and then I was able to walk through my own uh, uh, problems that was given to me uh, for homework. If you don't take notes, you will forget what it is that the instructor said. You all, the same thing occurs when we are reading the word of God. We have to take notes. If we do not take notes, we will forget what it is that God is saying through his word. While you're sitting here listening to the Lord speak through me today, you ought to be taking notes. Because you will forget when it comes time for the test. What it is that you're supposed to be doing. Take notes when you're reading the word of God. Take notes. God doesn't just have you read, but he speaks to us while we are reading the word. Take notes. Don't think you're going to remember it later. How many times has God spoken to you in the shower, spoken to you while you're cooking, spoken to you while you're riding in your car, spoken to you while he'll wake you up in the middle of the night. And we sit there and God will say something and you just know God spoke so strong right then. I'm going to remember when I wake up and poof, it's gone. 
It's gone. Why? Because we didn't feel it important enough to stop what we were doing right then to write what God has to say. So then we forget what it is he said to us when we really need it the most. You all take notes. When you take notes, you won't have to cram. I have found you all that uh, uh, even I, everybody knows that I'm the technology person. I will, uh, uh, I will have all kinds of ways to be able to record different things. Technically, I can record it. I can do voice to text. I can do all of that. But guess what? I have found that the best way for me to remember something is for me to write it down. I got a pen sitting here right next to me. I've got a pen and paper, pad of paper sitting here right next to me where I write. I write because the things that I write, I remember uh, better when I allow for it to go through my ears, for it to go to my heart, for it to hit my mind, then for it to come through my hand, for it to get through this pen and for me to write it down. Take notes. You all, God speaks to us when we're reading his word, when he's speaking to us through the sermon, when we're hearing songs, God has the ability of speaking to us. And we have to make sure that we are taking notes so that we do not have to cram. What else? What else is it that God is saying to us as we uh, 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 as we are going through the class, he's saying you all do constant review. Do constant review. You all, it is crazy how it is that we take the notes. <laughs> and then we don't look at the stuff. We don't look at the stuff. We will sit there and wait again until the night before. And then we're trying to cram everything in. We're trying to cram everything in. You all, if you are, are, are in, uh, depending on the level type of class that you're in, you could have had two or three weeks worth of this, of in discussion, two or three weeks worth of instruction before every day, before you get to an exam and you think you're going to be able to read through all of the chapters of the book. You think you're going to be able to read through all of, of the notes you think you're going to be able to go through every sample of every example and remember everything? You all, you've got to do constant review. What am I saying to you? When God speaks, you got to do constant review. You can't just write it down and think it's going to stay with you. You've got to stay in the word. The Bible says that you got to meditate on it day and night. You've got to remember what God is saying to you. You've got to review. You've got to stay in your word. You've got to constantly make sure that you are uh, uh, constantly reviewing your notes. You all, you've got to stay in what it is that God is telling you uh, in terms of his word. You've got to constantly review it through prayer. Yeah, take the notes that you've taken and then use those as you pray. God, I read in your word this and then you said to me that. So God, I'm trusting you that you're going to help me to bring that manifest because the promises of the word says this. Do constant review of your notes so that you're not sitting there cramming when life throws you a test. Isn't that what the scripture said to this? That 
tests and challenges will come at you from all sides, from all sides. But you can be prepared for those tests. You can be prepared for those challenges if you are constantly doing review of what God is saying to you. How else can you learn how not to cram for the test? You all don't ignore pop quizzes. I'm going to let that marinate for a minute. Don't ignore pop quizzes. What am I What do you mean by don't ignore pop quizzes? I know when we any if anybody, oh god, and I know nobody likes a pop quiz except for you know those those brainiacs, you know, that's what we used to call them, those that were always uh they always knew what was about to happen. They knew the pop quiz and those are the ones that sat in the room like this looking, you know, looking uh 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 when you um uh, they hear that it's a pop quiz. They're the ones that, you know, they have their pen up uh, or their pencil and they're looking around the room like. Because they are so confident because they've been constantly uh, looking at, at, at their material. They've been constantly reading and reviewing. And the rest of us in the same pop quiz. Oh. Why? Because we haven't been constantly reviewing. So we can't ignore a pop quiz when we're in the room. Some of us are just praying that if we write our name on the top of the page, we'll get credit for just writing our name. Come on, tell the truth. I, listen, listen, I know, I know y'all, I know I'm not by myself. You want to just get credit for just writing your name on the top of the paper because you're sitting there looking at the paper and say, I don't know none of this. Y'all, y'all know how we do. We get, we get the piece of paper and we look at it like this. Oh, Lord, I don't, I don't know nothing. Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> you all. Then we get the results back of that pop quiz. And some of us may have done a little better than we thought. And some of us didn't do well at all. You all don't ignore the pop quiz because the pop quiz, some of that information going to be on the big exam. Hear what I'm saying? Some of that information is going to be on the big exam. So that is giving you a heads up of what you need to study. How can we use that in life? Sometimes God throws you some hints. Ah, God help me. He throws you hints of what's to come so that you can prepare yourself for the big test that's about to come. But if you ignore the pop quizzes, you won't be ready for the test. What am I saying in here? Sometimes I remember when I was uh, working and I was an hourly employee. And sometimes work got a little slower. So even though I might have been making some decent hours. I, I, when when the work got a little slower, my hours started getting a little short. And so, of course, your hours get short, your money gets short. So I had to try and figure out how to continue to live on the little money that I was making that hour, you know, in those few hours, so that I can maintain until the work picked up and I could do it in greater hours. Now, listen, if I ignored how I budgeted my money when I got fewer hours, then... When I got back to my regular hours, if I stuck with that budget, I could then start to save money. Hear what I'm saying? So heaven forbid, if I lost that job, I would have had money uh, stored up in savings to help me for a little while till I found another job. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Don't ignore the pop quizzes. Because sometimes God gives you a heads up as to where things might go. So if you start to prepare yourself, you won't have to cram for the test. Listen, here's the last point I want to share with you. And then we're going to get out of here. You all 
make sure that you keep the book with you. Keep the book with you so many times. My, my, I'm going to talk about my kids here and you know, they'll, they'll get me later and that's fine. But so many times you all, it has been instances where there has been a test and you know, when, when, at the beginning of the school year, I'm asking to see syllabuses. I want to see what, what's going on in, in classes. I want to see those. And oftentimes the, the teacher will have you to actually sign those syllabuses so that they know that the parent has actually seen it. And so, you know, I, I'll know that there's an exam coming up and I'm like, where's your book? Oh, I didn't bring it home. What you mean you didn't bring it home? I forgot it in my locker. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I, I forgot it in my locker. And so therefore, uh, I, I left it at school. I didn't have a chance to, to, to study for it because I forgot it. But if you keep the book with you, you never have to be caught off guard and not having the right book. What am I saying to you? The Bible says that we're to hide the word in our heart so that we might not sin against God. If you keep the book with you, you won't have to worry about messing up. If you hold the book close at your heart, you won't have to worry about messing up. You all keep the book with you. Don't let it catch you off guard. Make sure that you keep the word close by. Make sure that you keep your notes close by. Then you'll find yourself when the test comes up, you're prepared. When the exam comes up, you're not caught off guard. When the assignment comes up, you got everything you need. When the uh, final project is coming up, you've been working on it. So when the final project comes up and you submit it, you hear the teacher say, you've been faithful. Oh my God. Over a few things. And behold, you've gotten an A. Young people hear what I got to say. You might be going to school at home, but you still got some work to do. You still got to do it on the computer. You still got assignments you got to turn in. Sometimes your parents got to help you out, but you still got to put your name on it and you got to turn it in with your name. Parents, what am I saying to you? You still got some work you got to do from home. Make sure that you're still studying the book. Make sure you're still taking notes. Make sure you're still showing up to class. Make sure you're still doing constant review and please make sure you're keeping the book with you because there's going to be a test that you're going to have to take. There's going to be some exams you're going to have to sit for and the teacher is going to be silent during the exams. So you need to make sure that you got all of the stuff that you need to take the exam because until you put your pencil down The instructor can't help you with any of the questions. The instructor can't give you the answers. The instructor can't assist you until you're done with the exam. Then when you're done with the exam, (laughs) then you get to hear from the instructor. But here's the thing. Ah, God, I hear you on today. Anytime that you're taking the exam, the teacher never leaves the room. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. The teacher never leaves the room. The teacher is always there, always watching, always observing. So you all know that you're not walking through any of this by yourself. (laughs) You're not walking through any of this by yourself. The teacher is in the room with you. Yeah, the teacher is in the room with you. So listen, you all, quit cramming for your test. You've got all the time you need to study. You've got all the time you need to read the book. 
You've got all the time you need to make the notes that you need. You've got all the time you need to do everything that you need to do in order to make sure that you ace the class. You all quit being average students. Quit just hoping that you just make it over, that you just make it out of the class, that you just get promoted. Be an above average student. You are more than conquerors. Shoot for the A, not just in life, but for the kingdom. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the word. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Listen, you all, I'm telling you that God desires, God desires for us to be those that excel, those that that are above and not beneath. You all, and we have every opportunity, every opportunity to be able to do that. There may be somebody watching on today and you say, that sounds good, but I'm not even registered for the class. <laughs> I'm not even enrolled for the class. I don't even know how to sign up for the class. Listen, when I talk about the class, I'm talking about the Christian class, the Christian walk, the Christian life. You're saying I'm not even enrolled. I'm not even enrolled in that school. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've I heard of it, but but I haven't even met the instructor. Well, I want to introduce you. To the instructor, matter of fact, I want to introduce you to to the dean of the school. Matter of fact, I want to introduce you to the one that created the school. Matter of fact, I want to introduce you to the one that created all things. I want to introduce you to God. And I want to introduce you to your way into God. I want to introduce you to having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Understanding and realizing that the only way that we can do any of this is to ensure that we have a walk with God. And the way that we have a walk with God is through his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says that Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the father, God, but by me. So the way that we do that, you all, is simply how the word tells us. And the word tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 8, excuse me, uh, 9 and 10, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And it says this, you all, it says, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you all understand that the way that you become saved is not by knowing all the scriptures in the Bible. It's not by uh, uh, being able to, to get your life right and then come to God. If you had the ability to get your life right, you would have done it already. If we all had the ability to get our lives straightened up, then we wouldn't be in need of a savior. But all of us, me, everybody is in need of a savior. Even in this Christian walk, we are in need of a savior. And that Savior is Jesus. So if you desire to have a relationship with the Lord, not just be a member of a church, I'm not asking you to join this church. I'm asking you to join the body of Christ, the family of God. If that's you and you desire to be a, a member of the family of God, all you have to do is say this. Just repeat after me. You say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I'm a singer, sinner. I've fallen short of your grace. I want to be 
a member of your family. Jesus, save me now from my sin. I acknowledge you as Savior and Lord. According to your word, I'm saved. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are now saved. And not only are you saved, but the Bible says that no man, no person, not even you, can pluck you out of the Father's hand. And we honor God on today for your decision. Listen, if you made that decision, please reach out to us. You can inbox us. You can reach out to whoever it is that invited you to worship on today. You can uh, uh, go to our website and you can find out how to get in contact with us. Uh, You can reach out to us on inbox, Facebook. Uh, You can put a message or a comment on YouTube, Periscope. However it is that you have connected with us, let us know today. That you have made a decision to walk with the Lord. And we want to celebrate your new life in the kingdom today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, again, we want to remind you that if you want to be a blessing to this ministry, why don't you uh, 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 send your ministry gift? Again, you can use Givelify. You can uh, text us a give. Uh, and whatever the denomination of money that you desire to give uh, to 727-285-8030. You can use the Faith Life app. As a matter of fact, if you want to join our community, if you want to know what we got going on, if you are interested in any one of those announcements that you saw earlier and you want to be involved, go out to Faith Life. You can search for His House Worship Center and you can become a follower and you can be a part of our community and see what we've got going on. See how we kind of run some stuff. See what's got us knocking under the hood. Or you can go to our website, hishousewc.com, and you can also donate there. And you can also see what we have got going on there as well. Listen, you all, I am so grateful to worship with you guys on today. I'm going to put you guys on gallery view one more time. I am about to unmute you all. Listen, I love you guys with the love of the Lord. Amen. You all are unmuted. Y'all wave at each other. Tell each other that you love each other. We're about to get out of here. We thank God for each and every one of you all that worship with us on today. We pray something to said or done to have you worship with us on to get again. And with that, you all, we are signing off. God bless you.